If you're ready to feel like your best self, you have some room for improvement in your health, or you're looking to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness, then welcome to the Empire Wellness Podcast. Listen in to your host and renowned wellness expert, Charlene Lawrence, as she shows you how to build your internal and external wellness empire. Charlene is a licensed acupuncturist, certified hypnotherapist, and master of traditional Chinese medicine. She'll introduce you to the solutions that have yet to be on your radar. Now here's your host, Charlene Lawrence. Welcome back, wellness warriors. I'm Charlene Lawrence, your wellness expert. I am the chief executive acupuncturist at Empire Wellness Center, and I'm the founder of the Hypnopuncture Method, combining the powerful tool of hypnosis with the amazing healing power of acupuncture. I am so grateful to have you on this journey with me to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness. It is my mission to educate so you can improve and together we can empower, inspire, and grow. Let's dive right in. With today's guest, our conversation reminds me of a quote attributed to Aristotle, who says, the energy of the mind is the essence of life. Our guest today is Jackie Ora, and she is a Reiki master teacher and intuitive guide based out of San Diego, California. She guides others to liberation by helping them become clear in their energetic field and step into their sovereignty, allowing them to know and receive what is meant for them in each moment. Jackie holds an extensive background in psychology, energy healing, and esoteric teachings. She currently works with clients in sacred one-on-one containers and facilitates Reiki trainings on both an individual and group level. Before we get to Jackie, if you're ready to take a deep dive into the infinite possibilities within wellness, I encourage you to jump on over to empirewellnesscenter.com slash podcast and click on the link to get your free assessment with me to see where your body is and to see where it can go. Let's go check in with Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi. I'm really excited to have you on the show today. Yeah, I'm super excited. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. Well, I want to just dive right in before we hear your wellness journey and what does wellness mean to you? Wellness to me is a very holistic approach. So like includes mind, body, emotions, and spirit, which is why I, as a Reiki master, love it so much because that's what Reiki is all about is like bringing balance to all these places. And I think a lot of times when people think of wellness, they may think of like fitness and nutrition, but it's so much more than that. Like there's like the mental and spiritual aspect to it also. Yeah. And I feel like I get an answer similar to that Mm -hmm. a lot for this question. And it's funny because I don't know if I ever defined what wellness was myself before I even started this podcast. And so now I feel like I will just forever take everybody else's definition. (laughs) It's very holistic. Yeah. So I really want to get into what you do as a Reiki master, but I would love for you to just start sharing your wellness journey and start where it starts. Yeah, of course. So 
Um, it's so funny because we've known each other for about a, a couple of years now. And so you've kind of gotten like the tail end of it, but I don't know if I like dove into the whole thing. So it's super exciting. So it, my wellness journey probably started, I want to say like 2014 or something like that. I had gotten out of a long-term relationship and I just found myself in this new, like open space. And I just was like, what do I do with this moving forward? And I started realizing that I wanted to get into like fitness and started to want to take better care of my health. And then from there I started, um, you know, I started diving more into spirituality and I was starting to like open up into all these new spaces. And, um, from there, it was just like such a time of self-discovery, like learning more about myself, learning more about the world around me. And then like, that was a great, really great few years. And then there was a point where, um, I started to fall off from my practices and the things that made me feel good. And I remember I was like, I was in school, I was working full-time at a job I didn't like. I, you know, was, I was going out a lot. I was, you know, in my early twenties, so I was going out and partying all the time. And just, um, I, then I also was just so hyper-focused on like my physical form. So I was like under eating, overworking out. And from there, I started to have this like downward spiral where I was like, just dealing with stress. I was like having adrenal fatigue, hormone imbalances, digestive issues. And I just found myself like out of alignment in so many areas like the, literally like where my physical body was just so worn down where there was mornings where I couldn't even get out of bed. Like, I was like, I can't do this, you know? And I was like trying to go to school, get my degree. And I was like, I don't have the energy to do anything right now. And so I just like, I remember hitting this wall and being like, I can't do this anymore. So after that, I started to like take, I would go through strides where I would like start to take better care of myself and then kind of fall off again. It was like this upward downward journey. And I, you know, at some point it was just like, like, why, why me, why does it keep happening to me? And I felt like every time I would like make some strides, like something else would happen. And, uh, this is kind of where I met you, where I had traveled. I went to Southeast Asia for a couple months and, you know, right before that I was like, I'm going to go on this trip. I'm going to feel so good after everything's going to be amazing. I remember coming back from the trip feeling like worse than I ever had. I had got a stomach bug while I was in Bali. I was exposed to mold when I was in Southeast Asia because it's a very humid place. Mm. And um, I just, I remember just like laying there one night and feeling like in so much physical pain and just being like, why me? Like, why does keep happening? Like, what do, like, what do I need to do to heal? And for so long I had been putting I'd putting so much out of outside of myself, right? I had seen doctors, I had seen all these things. I've been looking for other people for the answers. And when I sat there, all, all I heard just over and over again was like, you have the power to heal yourself. And at the time I was like, what do you mean? I have the power to heal myself. You know, like that doesn't make sense. Like I'm looking for a real answer here. Like, what do I need? And every time it was like, you have the power to heal yourself. And I was like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> I want something more concrete than that. But, <laughs> but, you know, my intuition was just like, you know, you're looking so far outside of yourself for all these answers. And when you have the answers and I was giving my power away over and over again, and not to say that, like, I'm so grateful for all, all the doctors I work with. I still work with doctors and, um, like work, work with holistic medicine, but at some point you have to take responsibility for yourself. Right. Right. And Absolutely. yeah, and exactly. And so since then, like, I'm not saying everything's been like rainbows and butterflies, but realizing that 
I had the power to shift so much with my mindset and with myself. Um, it's been, it's, it's been a lot better. (laughs) Nice. Oh, that's wonderful. So, and I'm so glad that you found that within yourself because I don't, I don't recall if when you and I were working together Mm -hmm. that you had gotten there yet. Mm -hmm. And that's, really what I love to show my patients because so many times, and this is just how our society is in the West, that we go to a doctor expecting some outside source to fix us. And that's, you know, a surgeon or the drugs that we take or whatever it is. And people think that's what I do as well as an acupuncturist is that I'm the outside source that's fixing a problem within them. However, all acupuncture does and all I know how to do is facilitate my patient's own healing powers. So that's so great that you learn that and that you tapped into the inner wisdom and that's what it was sharing with you. And so now we would love for you to start explaining Reiki to the audience and how it's helped you, how you use it to help others. Because I'll be honest with you. I know of Reiki. I know a tiny bit about it. I know that the key, the, you know, end of the word Mm -hmm. K-I in Japanese is the same translation as the Chinese chi, which is what I work with all the time. So it's the same energy source that I work with, but you can do this. You do it one without needles like I use. And you can do it across vast distances, whereas I have to be able to have somebody on my table right in front of me to do what I do. Yes, it's this. It's yes. So it's so Reiki is the Japanese word for universal life force energy. And so it helps, like, as I was talking about earlier, it helps bring balance to mind, body, emotions, and spirit and hits all those levels. And so what happens is as we go through life we when we like when something happens and there's an emotional charge behind it like let's say you know when you were younger like your parent yelled at you and it made you scared or upset right and so there's this emotional charge get like lodged that gets like lodged into you and then so like let's say later on like you have a partner who brings up that same emotion you're you're not only bringing up the emotion from like what's currently happening in front of you, but like from every single time you felt that in your entire life. And so um, as a Reiki practitioner or a Reiki master, whichever, whichever, whoever you're working with, whichever level, we get attuned to be able to channel that energy, universal life force energy through us mm-hmm. and to help bring balance and to help release and remove the blockages at the emotional blockages in the body. So it's, it's super fun. Um, I got into Reiki about, I want to say I did my first training in end of 2000. Yeah. Like summer end of 2019. And I did my Reiki level one and two training. I became a practitioner and then I did my Reiki master training, uh, last year. So it's just been a super, I, I keep saying it's fun because it is so fun. And, uh, what I love about what's so cool about Reiki is it's essentially you're opening up your channel 
to be able to feel into that life force energy around you. Like anyone, like we all can feel it to some extent. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but what Reiki does is just opens that channel up even more. And you begin to tune into the subtle energies, like within yourself, within all living creatures, like whether it be animals or plants. Uh, and it's, it's, it's amazing. And so it just helps people become, um, tap into their intuition, uh, develop just their self-mastery, self-healing capabilities. And um, for me, I think that was one of the biggest steps of my healing journey, because like I said, for so long, I was looking outside of myself. And then once I became attuned to the Reiki energy, I was able to see more, see more within myself. And, um, you know, the Reiki energy, it's very kind. It's very gentle. It can do no harm. And so, uh, it's, I I just love it. It's literally like just putting on like a little bath of like love. That's how it feels. And (laughs) What it's so cool is I've had work been working with clients before that like deal with like, because it helps with stress and anxiety. That's, that's just like the main things, right. But that it can help with um, physical, physical symptoms. And, you know, I've had clients who say they've dealt with anxiety like every day for a very long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and after the session, they're like, wow, I feel so blissed out. And so for me, you know, helping myself, um, not feel Reiki has definitely helped me like release a lot of stress and anxiety. Um, it helps me also just be more intentional. Mm. And so like with Reiki, we have these, um, we have these sayings that we do and that we like, let's say we do these little prayers. Right. And so when I, use Reiki. I'm like setting the intention and it's almost like becoming present with everything that you're doing. And I think a lot of times that people are, are missing that, you know, especially in our society, we're like running around, Mm -hmm. you know, we're in fight or flight mode. We're super stressed out all the time. And a lot of us don't have that time where we like are very intentional with the things that we're doing, you know? And so, um, I've, yeah, I've just noticed that it, it's helped me a lot to slow down and just be more present. And I've noticed that it helps my clients with that as well. Like it gives them that safe space to relax and unwind that they may not get anywhere else. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You have touched on so many awesome things that I want to circle back to. So sorry. I just like rambled. <laughs> no, that's what this is all about. I want you to share. And it's so obvious how much you really love doing what you're doing and I can even see it in you from a couple of years ago when you would come to me for help with something. And I can clearly see, it looks obvious <laughs> that you've had a lot of healing in that area, just physically. Thank you. Um, so this was an incredible find for you. And something that I love about Reiki, and you had touched on it, that you as the practitioner become the conduit through which this universal life energy and, you know, in the Chinese medicine realm, we call that chi and you call it, you know, the Japanese term is key and there's no good English translation for it, but you become the conduit to draw that universal energy through you to help your client who can Mm -hmm. also tap into that universal energy. I love with Reiki that you are so well-trained to be the conduit and not the creator. 
because we all have the universal life energy in us. And I find, and maybe this was just my education, maybe I didn't learn it personally and other people I went to school with did, but in my training, we were never taught to be the conduit. We were told about it, but we were never actually trained on how to just be, you know, a pipe, which the energy can flow through and not get stuck. So I first started treating patients when I was an intern in school and I was starting to absorb their problems, their physical problems, because nobody taught me how to let it flow through. I was just absorbing it and then using my own life force energy to help treat them, which was draining me. So I was, you know, kind of like double-edged sword. And that's something that I have always admired with people who get trained in Reiki is you clearly are all so well trained on being that conduit, not letting everything get stuck inside of you and taking on that energy or draining yourself to help your clients. Totally. And I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I remember one of my first sessions, you know, we're supposed to like set a boundary beforehand, say like, you know, nothing that lives here is anything, but my energy, right. And set that intention. And I remember uh, it was one of my first sessions. I was in a rush. I was jumping on the call late. I didn't have time to set that intention. I remember I, I got in and I could feel the girl's anxiety like flooding through my entire body. Right. And so much so where I was like, I don't even know if I can get to can, can, can continue the session. And it's just so, it's so obviously like I got through it and, you know, she had an amazing time and whatever else, but I was like, I can't be doing this all the time. Right. Like I need to be making sure I have time to set the intention, make sure I create those energetic boundaries. And it's literally as our words are so powerful. It's literally as simple as saying as nothing that lives here is anything but mine, or this is only my energy. And that's all you have to do. Right. But, you know, like you said, if you're not taught it, then you don't know those things. Exactly. And you are totally right. And I was actually going to say this and now I'll just reiterate it. That it is that simple. And it's even the same for those listeners who are listening and thinking, well, I don't want to be a Reiki practitioner. I don't want to become an acupuncturist. And that's not what we're suggesting, but you can do the same thing with the people that you're around. And I, I think COVID is one of the best examples of seeing so much turmoil in the world. Going through this process of the pandemic has brought to light a lot of negativity on our planet and a lot of scary things that we've been dealing with systemically for a long time. And I know a lot of people, I see it a lot in my patients, they're taking that on, literally like taking on the weight of the world on their shoulders. And we don't have to do that. And it can be as simple as making that statement that you just said, this energy is like none of this energy is mm-hmm. mine except for what's mine. Yes. And making that statement, setting that intention, and that will help block you from the energies. Your partner comes home from a bad day at work, and that can help block you from taking all of that on. You know, your kid had a rough day on distance learning and they're whining or crying or feeling sad or whatever it is. And you can block yourself from taking that on so that you can be more present, just like you said, to help them get through this challenging time. 
Exactly. Especially for people also who, I mean, I personally try and like limit amount, the amount of news and stuff like that, that I intake as much as possible. But, you know, for some people who do want to still be informed, right. Like, you know, being able to like read the news, watch the news, right. But not be able to take on the energy because Mm -hmm. it can, it can be very draining to want to be informed. (laughs) Yeah. And not take everything on because there's so much going on out there. And this you're right, this year has been just or I guess the year and a half, I guess almost now, right? <laughs> but it's just been super challenging. And not only are we dealing with all these changes and turmoil like in the world, but a lot of people are having this this inner turmoil as well by like, you know, by being not sure like what how to move forward, how to do anything, right? There's this just very like there's this huge just like cloud of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And um also for people that are stuck at home, like with their family members or their kids, you know, and they're not used to it. I know I've heard so many moms that are like, I did wasn't I didn't want to be a teacher, right? Like right? They're just having like their time where um you know their kids are at school and now they're just like suddenly have to do you know their job and they have to you know, be a teacher as well. And it's just all of us are taking on all these different roles. So if we know how to protect and clear and um, master our own energy, like that's, that's such a powerful tool. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to circle back to something that you also brought up, how you're seeing a shift in your clients and their physical symptoms Mm -hmm. when you clear their emotional symptoms. Yes. And this is something that I don't often touch on with my patients because, and I know that this conversation you and I are having is is a bit more woo-woo than maybe some other types of discussions I've had with guests. And I love the woo-woo. I really do. But this is something that not only did I learn about when I started studying Chinese medicine, and I continue to learn and see in practice more and more that if we're unable to unravel the emotional stagnation that somebody has, the physical stagnation follows behind. So I'd love for you to share, if you can, um, maybe one or two mind-blowing experiences that you've seen with your clients, how working on the emotional has shifted their physical Totally. So, I mean, I can share actually one crazy thing about myself. Um, so as I was talking about where I, you know, I was dealing with like hormone imbalances, like, um, adrenal fatigue, all these things, one of the symptoms that was like the most heartbreaking symptom for me was hair loss. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I was trying to figure out all these things like nutrition wise, like, you know, what was I putting on my scalp? Like just doing everything that I couldn't still wasn't getting better. And I, uh, my last living situation was causing me a lot of emotional distress. I would wake up every day, just like heart racing. Like I felt like I couldn't relax no matter, even if I was relaxed, though, it was still probably like 20 to 30% of me that could still relax a little deeper. Uh, there was just a lot of, it was just an emotional, emotionally charged situation. So I moved out in August the, basically the day that I moved out, my hair loss almost stopped after I was, I was losing balls of hair. I went from losing balls of hair every time I showered to losing like barely any. And all that changed was me moving. Wow. 
like it's and it's so crazy because I was sitting here like paying all these people like trying to figure out what was going on and I was like oh it was an emotional thing mm-hmm. and not you know the thing with hair I think you know this is what we're most of the time what we're losing now is from months ago mm-hmm. uh, which is so crazy to me that it was so in sync with like the day that I moved that I basically stopped losing my hair so I was just like wow that is powerful yeah. um I'm trying to think of another, I mean, I, I consider, I consider anxiety, like an emotion, like, sorry, like a physical, it's like a physical and emotional response. So like the fact that like a lot of my clients can, um, you know, once they start, once we start doing sessions and we help them like unwind and relax their nervous system that they can, you know, not deal with anxiety more. I think that's amazing. I think it's a lot of, a lot, um, a lot of people deal with that to some extent. And so it's, it's all, there's so many other things. Of course, like my brain's not working right now and I can't think of anything, (laughs) but I did put you on the spot and you know, maybe, maybe the universe is saying, okay, don't share case studies on this public (laughs) platform. Yeah. It's just, uh, there is such a big emotional aspect to it. You're right. It starts with the emotion and the emotion we then it, it can't release. And then it turns into something physical. Most of the time, I'm not saying that's all the time, but it does happen a lot of the times, um, especially with, you know, people who deal with stress all the time, people who anger, right. Uh, anxiety. And so these are very common themes in today's society, but you know, it's, it's so, like you said, it's so simple, like healing and the physical, the mental is actually very simple, but we just overcomplicate it. And so, you know, one of my goals is just show people that it doesn't have to be as, as crazy <laughs> as people make it out to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It does not. And another piece that I want to circle back to, because I mean, so much of this is so important. And I guess, you know, if I could rank something, perhaps I would rank this as number one, but being present with your clients. Mm -hmm. And I see this time and time again with my patients. Sometimes I am the first doctor that's ever sat there and listened And that's why the first appointment with me takes two hours because I sit with you for over an hour and let you pour your heart out about everything that's ever happened to you in your life. If that's what you need to dump on me, let it go. And I'm curious if you find a similar thing happening in your modality and your technique that you use where you're possibly the first practitioner that this person has ever sought help for this particular problem. And you're the first person who's just sat there and unconditionally listened to them. Totally. Uh, I will say I was definitely one of those people sitting and crying in your office. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's, it's really powerful. Like presence is so powerful and, um, you know, like a lot of the exercises that I do with my clients, it's helping them relax. It's helping them de-stress. Like I do work, do like breathing techniques with them. Like we do, we do energy work. And so what my work is very intuitive. And so like, I don't really have a plan when I jump into session and we see what comes up and, you know, just the power of 
me holding space and being present for them. Like I always, you know, I'm teaching people how to be their own healer, teacher, guru, like all those other things, right? Like, I don't want to take all the credit. Like I'm literally just creating this safe space for them. Mm -hmm. And the stuff that comes to the surface is so powerful and so potent. And it's, it's never what I expect. And people are just in awe. They're like, I didn't even know the reason why I was feeling this way was because of, a, you know, something I haven't worked through with my mom or it's so crazy, right? People will be sitting here like, why am I feeling X, Y, Z? And then when we actually drop them into that safe space, they're like, oh, that all makes sense now. Like all this stuff that I've been dealing with for however long was because I just need to have this conversation with a family member or a friend, or, Mm -hmm. um, I need to, or I get to like work through a trauma that happened when I was younger, like stuff like that. It's just so powerful. The the power of presence is so powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Well, Jackie, I wonder, is there a simple technique that may not be Reiki based Mm -hmm. or something breath work or anything that you can give to us right now that somebody who's experiencing a high level of stress or anxiety, that they can just come back to this recording and this technique and use this right now to get out of that fight or flight and get into a calmer state. Totally. The power of the breath is it's going to drop you into the present moment so quickly. But the thing is, is like I've talked about when we're in that fight or flight mode, our nervous system is so stressed out that when we actually, when we actually go to slow down, it's almost like our body doesn't feel safe doing it because it's not used to it. So, um, I'll go over a breathing technique, but I just want to say, like, if you go to do it for the first time and you feel like it's not working, don't stop doing it. It's okay. Your body, we have to train our nervous system to slow down and relax. Because when we're so stressed and we try and jump straight into it, our body literally is like, I, I don't know how to handle this. So um, I'll just let, you know, just, just letting you guys know if you like are stressed out and you try to do this breathing technique and you're like, why isn't this working? It's because it takes practice, right? We don't just, it's like with anything else. If you want to get good at a sport or an art, it takes practice. So um, my, one of my favorite breathings is just box breathing. So you just inhale for the count of four or five, hold for the count of four or five, and then exhale for the count of four or five. And it's just, our breath is the key to everything. And so, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I need to calm down. Like, let me just take some deep breaths. But when we count with it, we bring our awareness to it and it gives us something to focus on and it it helps us like not get distracted. And so what is also great about the counting is, If you like get distracted and fall off, just come back to the numbers. Like it's totally okay. And so what the, the inhale obviously is super important. The hold, I think is the most important part because when we hold our breath, we're actually, this is where we show our nervous system. Um, because when you're holding your breath, you think it'd be kind of like stressful, you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm holding my breath. I can't breathe. But when you can relax into the hold is where you train your body to unwind. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So with the box breath, do you hold at the top and the bottom? Yes. After you exhale. You can do it either way, but I would do both. Yeah. So you inhale and then hold, exhale, mm-hmm. and then you 
hold with the empty mm-hmm. lungs. Mm-hmm. Yes, Excellent. exactly. Yeah. So, and I've seen some people where they train themselves to be able to hold their breath for a really long time mm-hmm. and like people can hold their breath for like minutes. It's so crazy. So, I mean, that's something to definitely work up to, but that is what a very simple way to help train your nervous system to unwind and relax. I love it. I use a different breathing technique, but it also has the hold in it. So Mm -hmm. I love, I love learning more about this uh, box breathing. Mm -hmm. And that is something I struggle with. I will tell you what it's, it's less of a physical stressor for me to hold my breath at the top after the inhale, Mm -hmm. but it's very much a physical stressor for me to hold with, you know, my lungs empty at the bottom. So Yeah. yeah. So what good. kind of breathing techniques do you do or the main so my, yeah, my favorite is the four, seven, eight. So inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite nervous system reset. Mm-hmm. But, and I know that there's, there's just so much research on all of these different styles. And I, I know of the box breathing. I just, like I said, I physiologically don't love holding with the empty lungs. So I think that's gonna, this is going to prompt me to play with that even more and get comfortable with the discomfort. Yes, exactly. It's literally getting comfortable with the discomfort and it's almost like the things that we don't want to do are the things that we should be doing. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I always do that with exercise. I used to hate burpees. I did a bunch of them. Now I love burpees. I don't like the rowing machine. My husband and I are still planning to buy a rowing machine for our home gym. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to get used to it, but I know I need to do it for until I love it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, awesome. This has been such a helpful conversation. I am so excited to introduce more people to what you do because it's so powerful that you it's completely non-invasive. It's not like coming to see me, an acupuncturist, and getting poked with little needles. That's still invasive to some degree. And it's Reiki is such a powerful tool that you can do it across distances. I know that you've worked with people all around the globe. Yes. <laughs> so it's incredible that you can have a client in Pakistan who can benefit from this technique when you're out here in California in the good old USA. Mm -hmm. So this has been so helpful and enlightening. And I'd like to wrap up with just a couple of final questions. So one is if you could text one tip to everyone on the planet on how to be well, what would that be? (sighs) I would say life is actually not that serious and you get to have fun, right? Like we get so worked up and stressed out all over these little things. And when we start seeing everything as more like play and fun, your entire life will shift. Like how can you, if you make the goal of every single day, how can I have more fun and how can I bring in more joy? Your life will change. I love that. That is a very unique answer on this <laughs> podcast. And it I can't think of the quote off the top of my head, but whatever the quote is from Ferris Bueller, stay off that movie. Life yeah. moves pretty fast. You need to stop and enjoy it once in a while or something, something like that. that. <laughs> Maybe you need to stop and enjoy it every single yes. day. 
So Jackie, what's your favorite book? Okay. Non- Okay, fiction. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I reread Yay. all the I reread all the Harry Potter books over quarantine, and it was like I was reliving my childhood again. If if you're a Harry Potter fan, I wholly and completely recommend that. Um, my favorite spiritual book, which probably started a lot of this journey for me, was The Untethered Soul. It's a great book on how to become more present and um, just how to clear and become and just drop into awareness. So if anyone wants an intro to like mindfulness and spirituality, I think that's a great place to start. I am also a huge Harry Potter fan and have read the whole series several times through (laughs) and the untethered soul that this just popped up in my, my world a couple weeks ago, I was listening to another podcast um, from somebody else, Hal Elrod, that I love to follow. And I practice his miracle morning most days on how to get my day going to set me up for success. And he brought up this book. And then by the same author, I think he had brought up a couple others. So I'm excited to check into that. And Jackie, I have a surprise. Okay. Lightning round of questions for you. Okay. (laughs) And you had no preemption and what they are, unless you listen to the podcast and then you'll probably get it. But if you're ready. Okay. What's your favorite food? I'm sorry. Favorite food. Oh, favorite food. I don't know why strawberry just popped in my head. I don't even know if they're my favorite. I'm literally just like, okay, cool. That's where we're going right now. Strawberries. (laughs) It's strawberry season. So perfect. (laughs) What's your favorite exercise? Oh, I love doing HIIT workouts. Mm -hmm. What inspires you? Nature. Ooh, that's a good one. Nature. When I'm feeling like off track or anything else or need some inspiration, I'll literally just go on a hike and just go sit up there for a couple hours and just hang out. So yes, I love it. Nice. And what is your biggest indulgence or guilty pleasure? Oh, chocolate, <laughs> which I would say, I guess I could have said it's my favorite food, but it is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> that is also an extremely popular answer. Yes, Jackie, this has been a lot of fun and I think is going to be so helpful for the listeners. So I'm really grateful that you hopped on today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. What is the best way for the audience to connect with you? You can, uh, my, you can reach me on my website. So my website is Jackie Aura. So J-A-C-K-I-E Aura O-R-A um, or on Instagram at Jackie Aura as well. And yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram. Awesome. And I will have all of that linked in the show notes so people can easily find you. And do you have any last wisdom that you would want to share before we hop off? Just everyone, if you're listening right now, I just invite you to place your hand on your heart and just take a deep breath and say, I love you to yourself because we don't do that (laughs) barely ever. So just give yourself the energy and the time and the space just for a moment and just tap back in with your soul. I love it. Thank you, Jackie, so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for taking this journey with me today. Your health and wellness are important to me. It's also important to me to spread wellness across the globe. 
I'd love for you to do three things right now to help me accomplish my mission. First, I'd love for you to leave a five-star review with a comment, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Second, head on over to Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and follow me at EWC Health. And last, jump on over to empirewellnesscenter.com slash podcast and click on the link to book your free wellness assessment with me. Let's get a 30-minute call on the schedule to look at your history and find the solutions that work best for you. That's empirewellnesscenter.com slash podcast. And if no one has told you today, you are amazing. You are loved and your possibilities are infinite. Whether it's improving your internal, physical, or mental health, we have more tools to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness. Be sure to visit us at empirewellnesscenter.com for more ways to connect with Charlene. There you'll find ways to educate, improve, empower, inspire, and grow. That's all available on empirewellnesscenter.com.